Oh my goodness gracious. Welcome back to Best Exes. Welcome, welcome. It's been a hot minute. It has been a hot minute. That's Colton Mooney over there. And that's Gabe Thibodeau. And we are posting this quick little episode to say, hi, how are you? It's been a while. We know. We know. And we are going to be releasing some new episodes soon in which we will talk about all the details around the fact that we've been gone for a while. For an eternity. <laughs> it's been a full... It, this year has very much felt like an eternity, I think. Absolutely. It's, fair to say. it's not real. Time's <laughs> an illusion. But we did want to make a little statement first, put up a little something to basically make it clear where we stand because... As I'm sure you know, and hopefully have participated in in some way, the Black Lives Matter movement has been active this year, as it has been in many, many years past. And what we've noticed is that y'all's timelines are starting to get a little quiet about it. Yeah, when it was... I'm sorry, racism wasn't solved by your black square. Yeah, unfortunately not. When the movement was in the mainstream media, social media really changed and uh, showed up in a really cool way. And now we have both noticed that our feeds are very much becoming selfie focused again rather than focused on the cause, which selfies aren't the enemy. That's fine. (laughs) I mean, speak for yourself. (laughs) But we thought it would be nice to um, say hello and hopefully in our own little way resurface the conversation a bit. And we also want to make it 100% perfectly clear where we stand on the matter. And unapologetically, like we don't care if it this should loses not... followers oh, or anything. Oh, if you are offended, please stop fucking listening. Well, please and if you're away. offended, please message me because I want to do it more. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I can offend you much, much more. And like this has become a tagline now, but it is very true that if the phrase Black Lives Matter feels political to you or makes you feel uncomfortable, Cringe. we would very much invite you to, and I'm saying this earnestly, we would invite anyone who feels uncomfortable at the mere mention of that phrase to really do some digging and to try and investigate why you feel compelled to share a justification or an, a follow-up thought when really... Or if- any other colors happen to matter to you yeah we, we don't would love to not have you listen we anymore. don't need to insert any um defensive statements about police officers when we are talking about the very simple fact that black lives matter they do sadly you know still didn't go away that very true fact is not reflected in the systems that run the government here in this country so we want to make it very clear that here on best x's black lives matter black trans lives matter trans women are women and no matter what book series you've written if you use your platform to actively endanger the lives of queer youth get the fuck out and sit down. Just delete your Twitter. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's very and, simple. Or instead, use all of your white privilege and power to use your platform to give more momentum to the words from people of color. Right now, yes. white people genuinely need to shut up. And that's <laughs> As a, a perfect whole. segue. <laughs> that's a perfect segue into acknowledging the very obvious fact that Colton and I are two very privileged white males. And Absolutely. We are very aware of the fact that we are not the people who should in any way, shape, or form be commenting upon the experience of being black in America. That's not what we are here to do. Not going to try that. That is not what this is about. (laughs) We'd edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) We understand that we are 
non-black people who really do not have any fucking experience to understand what it means to be black in this country. Black people do not need white people to tell their stories, but it is our job as people who have benefited from a system for years and years to stand next to black people and amplify their voices and bring this conversation into our very white privileged spaces or non-black privileged spaces. So that's what we are committing to do here. Yeah. And um, we and holding talk all about of it. holding our fellow white people accountable for what they say and do now, because you're not going to get away with making your weird racist comment that you thought was going to get a laugh. Yeah, you're a racist and you need to shut up. And it really is like one of the main things that non-black people can do is to have the hard conversations that maybe you didn't have before to do what we can in our spaces and with whatever tiny little platforms we may have to continue the conversation. And to our black listeners and friends and family, we want to make it very clear that we stand with you and that we see you and we hear you and we are here for you and we commit to having important conversations throughout this show it's not just going to be a black lives matter post and peace out it's back to laughs and giggles all the time we will very much be trying to entertain that's the (laughs) premise of our podcast but we also want to be very transparent about what we're doing to educate ourselves and Mm -hmm. the questions that we've seen come up in the conversations we've been having it's it's important to us to do that so we just wanted to make this little statement say hi and also to share some resources with you because again we are two privileged white dudes don't listen to me. Yeah, please don't, don't. Please don't. If you want to know how to grow your beard out to look silky, smooth, sexy, mm, all in ooh. one, you can hit me up. But for the person of color experience, I'm not going to be your your man. Yeah, don't hit up Colton's Instagram to ask him <laughs> how anything. to solve literally any question. racial injustice in this country. <laughs> please um, don't ask me anything, please. I'm terrified. We're going to put in the description of this episode some links and resources, but I'll, I'll share a couple right now. And then we're also going to recap some of the things that you can actually actively be doing in order to participate in the movement, which we very much hope that you will. So a great place to start, which is pretty obvious, is just blacklivesmatter.org. But there are some other wonderful organizations out there. Reclaimtheblock.org actually has a list. Mm. They've received a lot of support and funding, so they're now asking if you have any money to spare that you want to donate to actually send it elsewhere. And so they have a really great list on, I think it's the front page of their site, that basically lists a lot of other wonderful organizations that you can support and learn more about. And it's just a really nice comprehensive list. And then also the NAACP. If you go to NAACPLPDF.org, there's information about their legal defense fund that is helping a lot of people who are basically stuck behind bars because of intrinsic and built-in institutional racism. It's a very complex issue, but it's one that I think we should be talking about. So I keep talking about the legal defense of wherever I can. And then there's also um, great resources through Movement for Black Lives. That website is M, the number four, m4bl.org, m4bl.org. And those are some great places to start. Again, we'll link those below. And we also want to remind you that if you don't have money to donate, we understand, like we are in the middle of an economic crisis. Like tea. Please yeah. do not feel, do not feel any kind of way if you can't afford to make a donation or if you can't actively physically show up to attend a protest. There are tons of ways that you can support the movement, starting with signing petitions online. Those links that I just mentioned have a lot of them that you can sign. Um, And also one thing that I have been talking about for years now is the importance of talking to your representatives. Um, These people literally work for you, your senator, your governor, your mayors, they work for you. They are hired to work for you. And if you call them or email them, even if you reach a staffer or a voicemail, 
they are obligated to receive that message. There is a person <laughs> whose job it is to bring messages to these representatives so that they understand what is important to the people whom they are serving. They work for us. Yeah. So please do not be scared to call your well, and if all the people who thought that that just them and what they're saying by themselves would have no weight if everyone switched that and said like no i do have a voice i do have something to say 100 then they would be overrun for weeks and wouldn't be able to answer everything and they'd be like oh god we can't be racist anymore like you know 100 percent. so it's it's, <laughs> it's not a simple fix i didn't just solve racism but. no 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 it's but i mean i think a lot of people think like oh well what like what impact can i have i'm just yeah. one person whatever well we learned what our impact was in the last election we so surely i guess your did. vote does count um and that brings us to maybe one of the most not maybe one of the most important things we can do right now is uh, vote this year if you are not registered like girl register yesterday it's How? so so simple and easy it's so easy a, a republican could do it ouch <laughs> we <'Cause> they do <laughs> we love republicans as well as long as you are upholding at least, values at least you're not reinforcing that don't hurt people to, to people that aren't cisgendered straight white people yeah i mean in the past we've been like we don't want to make this podcast political in any way oh, but sorry. listen it's reached a point where it's no longer a conversation of trump's competency it's a conversation of the destructive force he can have on the government and the people who live here. So if you are pro-Trump, I again invite you to really dig down deep to try to discover why you feel that way. Um, And therapy is accessible to you. 100%. In one way or another. So very much please vote. And then one of the other things we wanted to talk about, which this is something that's going to continue in our other episodes, we're going to keep talking about, which we've always done in the past too, like things that we're reading, things that we're we're listening to, things that, that we find helpful to educate ourselves because again to our non-black listeners it is our job to educate ourselves about how we benefit from this racial injustice that's baked into our country it's not your fault it's there but you benefit from it so it's our job to educate ourselves because it is not the obligation or responsibility of any black person to teach a non-black person about their ignorance so do not put it on a black person well yeah you don't say my black friend didn't tell me that that was offensive girl stop it's not their job to correct you they are just it's mine now (laughs) (laughs) so that's something that we are committing to we're going to keep talking about things that we find to be really helpful and illuminating and um what you've been reading some stuff do you want to talk about i'm a terrible podcast host because (laughs) i haven't been listening to podcasts for the last all of quarantine we've all needed a break but i've been listening to audiobooks because i wanted to just educate myself on things that i was talking about and i needed to know what i was talking about um so how to be anti-racist by ibram x candy mm-hmm. first of all i'm in love with him no um, <laughs> and it's just all of the things that you didn't think you were doing you then realized you were doing mm-hmm. and you were perpetuating a lot of problems mm-hmm. and i think it's just the most wonderful way to be smacked right in the face with no wait you are a problem as well and that's what i liked and so you want to talk about race by ijoma oluo mm-hmm. is another really good one um I, I would say white fragility it just wasn't written by a person of color sure. but it was a fascinating read just if you don't understand why you feel racist you can learn why you do and why it's instilled in us and we're actually born into it as white
white people yeah. and the problems that we perpetuate. And, and, you know, it doesn't demean you or minimize your worth to acknowledge that you have blind spots, to acknowledge yes. that you have perpetuated stereotypes, to acknowledge that you've messed up. Because, again, if you live in an imperfect system, it's impossible to be a perfect person within that system. What we're working toward is to be an active, engaged, questioning person so mm-hmm. that we can acknowledge when we're finding ourselves in a position where we're perpetuating something well, or committing a microaggression and we can acknowledge it, recognize it, correct it. And move forward. It, this whole like ignorance is bliss thing doesn't work. We have well, to yeah, do more than one that. One very like wonderful thing that I learned from white fragility was that if you don't identify the barriers that yeah. people of color are experiencing, how on earth will you remove them? Yeah. How can you do anything 100%. to fix it if you can't even recognize what is the barrier? And like for me, it's like me taking ownership over what I can do. Yeah. And the people I have in my life and the the choice that I have and how I'm going to live my life to make it a better world for everybody. And I think a lot more people need to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, I mean, it's it takes some vulnerability to admit when you are wrong or uneducated or ignorant, but we have to do that in order to grow and in order to participate in the movement, which requires us to investigate our own biases our own blind spots so yeah. and um, it's okay to be uncomfortable i'm yeah. sure it's been really uncomfortable to be a black person in this country yeah like, so you can get over being uncomfortable for five minutes yeah it's like okay it's, it's gonna be fine like that's that's how we feel on that i don't apologize for being all super political about this and this not being a chatty fest about what jennifer anderson's doing <laughs> because this is real this is real shit this is life. This is our country. This is the history. Our kids and grandkids are going to be reading about this and are going to say, what did you do? It's important to us to continue this conversation. We have to always talk about it through a queer lens because that's who we are. Yeah. Um, but we also understand that everyone has a different experience and that's totally okay. That's what makes this country beautiful. And I just want to say, if you have pride in this country, the best way you can be a true patriot celebrating America is to support this movement and to acknowledge the faults that this country has because you can appreciate something and still want it to be what it claims to be, still want it to be better. And that requires asking questions and illuminating failings. And just because there's a shit ton wrong with our country right now doesn't mean that you're a bad patriot if you agree with that or acknowledge it. You can love your country and want it to be better. And the way you make it better is to acknowledge where it's failing and where it's failing is in serving black people and serving people of color. And don't you worry, this will still be a part of the conversation. We're going to continue to talk about it. And we're going to continue to talk about it pretty soon because when are more episodes going to come? Oh, All right. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. We love you. You will survive 2020. And we one should. day we will laugh about it. Not Maybe not right now, but one day. And as someone I really love has tattooed on their right bicep, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> Okay, bye guys. Talk soon.